0: Welcome to God's Word for Today, a podcast of the Apostolic Lutheran Church of America. My name is Caleb Maunu, student at the Interlutheran Seminary in Hancock, Michigan. This is Friday, December 1st, and we're nearing the first Sunday in Advent, which begins the new church year. The theme for this first week of Advent is Hope. Abounding in Hope is excerpted from an article by the late Reverend Andrew Michelson, which was first published in the Christian Monthly in February 1968. The text is Romans, chapter 15, verse 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Man by nature is prone to despondence and often cherishes gloomy and hopeless forebodings he is unable to resolve his own difficulties and disappointed with efforts to improve society he can easily become skeptic and hopeless the holy spirit was given to banish gloom and hopelessness from our minds and to inspire us to cheerfulness and hopefulness knowing that all things are possible with god The true believer, speaking in general, is a man of hope. The unbeliever is one who is hopeless. When Jesus appeared on the scene, men were dissatisfied, suspicious, and disgusted with the corruption around them. They were without faith that could cherish a lofty hope for mankind. They could not comprehend the regeneration of mankind that any power could raise the uncivilized and redeem those who were civilized and cultured, but also corrupt, cynical, and selfish. It seems to be the same today, which proves that human nature does not change. In contrast to this, a child of God is a man of hope in this world. The followers of Christ appeared, each with a hope that death could not tear from him. Neither could disappointments quench it. The Holy Spirit was given to reveal the God of hope. Man's dejection and despair arise from his lack of faith in God, and nothing but a biblical, living faith in God can bring him a change of heart and mind. Let the truth be recognized that a living hope must begin in God. Fix your hopes upon human beings upon human institutions, upon human plans, and their failure will involve you in cruel disappointment. But if for you the Lord liveth and reigneth, if He is your God, the God of your salvation, who has redeemed you with His blood, then there is a sound basis for your hope, a basis that no power on earth and no power from hell can overturn. Or even shake. This was the power that sustained the apostles when persecution befell them. They rejoiced that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Our Lord Jesus Christ brought hope to this benighted and unhappy world. That Jesus cherished hope is well known. His parables regarding the progress of his kingdom, his assurance that when he is lifted up, he will draw all men unto Himself, His prediction of His reign and His return to take His own unto Himself, all show unwavering confidence and calm expectation regarding the future. In like manner, the children of God, who have that glorious, lively hope that there is better in store for them if they are faithful to the end, should have this unwavering confidence and joyous expectation of the future, when it is founded upon the word and promises of God, he will not come to shame. The true Christian's hope extends beyond this life. The Apostle Paul states, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. The resurrection of our Lord Jesus from the dead has brought to the child of God a living hope of an inheritance, incorruptible and undefiled, that fadeth not away. In this hope we have is an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which entereth in to that within the veil. By the power of the Holy Spirit, this hope is awakened and sustained. His glorious influence counteracts the earthly in depressing powers which beset us all and makes the promise of our savior effective and helpful to us so we are led to abound in hope hope that is worthy of the name reaches beyond ourselves living faith is emphatically unselfish it wants to include all people every nation color and tongue because living faith and hope comes from God, and God wants all men to be saved. This faith and hope is not in vain. If we have the mind of Christ, we shall desire to reach as far as possible, regardless of objections or obstacles. Enlightened and large-hearted children of God are more interested in the spread of living Christianity than anything else on earth It is their hope and prayer that the holy leaven may penetrate and vitalize the whole mass of mankind, that the tree of life may grow and spread until all nations shall sit with delight beneath its shadow. Taught by the Spirit of truth, they rely upon the faithful words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Error may seem to prevail, and we may tremble for the truth. Though wars, cruelty, slavery, vice, ignorance, and brutality are still scourging the human race, Christ's followers do not yield to fear. They remember the promises of their dear Lord that the gates of hell will not prevail against His church, Its dead branches will be lopped off, and its living branches may be pruned, so that life may be more vigorous and fruit more abundant, but it shall not be destroyed. The gold may be cast into the furnace, and the dross consumed, but the precious metal shall only be refined and purified, so that it will shine with brighter luster, and be made fit for the master's use. May this be a season of lively hope for all the children of God who are awaiting the coming of their Lord and Savior in power and glory. He is surely coming, for His promise will be fulfilled. So lift up your heads, your salvation is nigh at hand. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we look ahead with hope to the Advent season and the new church year. Give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Do this for us now in the time of this mortal life in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility. That on the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. God's Word for Today is a podcast ministry of the Apostolic Lutheran Church of America. You can visit our website at apostoliclutheran.org for more information about our federation. Or to find a congregation. Also, please subscribe so you'll receive our new content every weekday.